Lay. Zer. Yeah. Yeah. Kana's in the building, nigga. Yeah. What's up everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nate at Night Podcast. My name is Nate Hartman, and today what I want to talk about is favoritism in sports. This is something that I think is kind of not talked about enough, and I feel like it's something that unless you are a former athlete yourself, it's kind of hard for you to understand it. So joining me today is my friend Trace Coulter. Trace is a former three-sport athlete throughout his whole life. He played football, uh, basketball, and baseball. So, Trace, thank you for joining me today. Great to be on here, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So, um, as you know, you know, there's a lot of a lot of favoritism in uh in sports, especially youth sports. And um, like I said before, I feel like this is just something that kind of goes under the radar. You know, people might think if they see a a talented athlete sitting on the bench, they might think like, oh, that kid probably has bad grades or isn't a team player, and that's the reason he's on the bench. But um, sometimes that athlete just is not one of the coach's favorites, and it's a real unfortunate thing that happens a lot. You know, it's something that you've seen happen. It's something that has happened to me in high school. So I kind of just wanted to get your opinion on, you know, what you've seen and how you feel about it. Yeah, well, when I played sports all along middle school and high school, like, I saw it plenty with, like, baseball-wise, like, politics was a big issue with well that's general that's with like basketball football that's with any sport but that played a major impact like in sports in high school because it made the players feel like they weren't good enough and like that they had to work harder and that like maybe that sport wasn't for them but like it was really just because of favoritism going along in that sport and it, it sucked to see yeah no that's definitely it's definitely tough to see that um you know for me I played basketball all uh in through high school and it's something that impacted me um the thing that was tough was just knowing that for me I was a I was a one sport athlete I played basketball basketball has always been my focus and um you know a lot of the kids that got the playing time in high school were multiple uh, multi sport athletes who the or their parents you know helped out on the team and. Um, that's kind of who the coaches gravitated towards playing, and that was kind of something for me that I really struggled to understand kind of what I could do in that situation. Um, so how did kind of how did you feel about it? I know you've seen me go through that. You know, what did it look like from you know the outside looking in? Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Like, I didn't play basketball in high school personally, but like. I knew a lot of people that got cut because of that issue and a lot of people that made the team because of that issue and I saw how it affected the team and like even people like in school noticed like the team could be better they could have better players like what's going on with the coach like it just wasn't successful and with that amount of kids coming from all of these middle schools with thousands graduating like you would expect our team to just be top tier every year and like the other sports like baseball's very good sport football was always up there like swimming like all those sports were up there but that's because the coaching like it doesn't get there from nothing like the players like yes we have plenty of athletes that come through North Penn but the team should be successful either way in basketball they were just lacking I felt like yeah no I agree um and don't get me wrong you know there was a lot of talented guys even you know the kids I'm not saying all players you know were coaches favorites or 
all multi-sport athletes were only there because they played multiple sports. You know, there was definitely some real talented guys that were just all-around good athletes that deserved to be out there. Um, but, you know, like for me personally, it was it was just kind of tough for me to kind of understand, like, what I could do in that situation. Um, You know, it got to a point for me where my senior year, I just ended up having to step away from the team because, you know, I was putting in all this work and I, you know, I was just not, you know, not only was I not starting, which, I mean, if I was, if it was, it would be one thing if, you know, there was just guys that were so much better than me that deserved to be in that position. But, you know, me being, we had five seniors uh, on the team my senior year and me being the fifth senior, I was the only one not in the starting lineup. And not only was I not in the starting lineup, but I was also not even getting in games. I think I might have played like two minutes my whole senior year before I stepped away from the program. So, um, you know, it's just, it was tough. I mean, I know I sat down with the coach, I talked to him and I sat down with the athletic uh, directors and had meetings with everyone. And it just got to a point where it wasn't really going anywhere. And I feel like so, like a lot of kids, you know, across the country, I've seen other kids talk about this. I've seen videos on YouTube about how people lose their love for the game because of just favoritism. And, you know, it really kills their confidence. It was something that something that affected me, you know, trying to transition into, uh, I play at Juco now, as you know, and, you know, it's it definitely killed my confidence and I had to kind of refine myself. So what would you say to those kids that, you know, kind of are going through this and are still trying to play at the next level, but feel like they just are not given the right opportunity in high school? Well, I feel like there's multiple options that they still have and not to give up because you can make it to that level by showing other coaches and you, you can start off like you. You can go to like Mako, which is a community college like that, and work your way up. Like there's been plenty of people that made it to D1 schools and NBA and like the G League and stuff like that. Like there's many opportunities there. And as long as you put yourself in that position and work well with people you have around you, like I'm sure you'll be able to succeed in any type of way. And to go along with what you said, like I'm sure you felt pressure when you saw that going on 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 your team and then you had to sit down on the bench and watch your team and there I'm sure there's players that you felt that you could play over and it makes you second guess yourself kind of like and I'm sure you're not the only one that felt that way like there's people all every sport all over the world that feel that way like and it's not right not at all like you shouldn't second guess yourself and if that's like your way of making it to the next level or college or whatever it is in life like you should have that opportunity like everyone should be able to succeed and coaches should be helping you with that not bringing you down yeah no those are great points and like you said you know coaches are supposed to be there to help you get to that next level and I felt like for me I was kind of in a position where they were trying to do more harm than good you know um and I've seen really talented athletes you know try out for the team and get cut and it just it really kills them because I know that they could they could be great and, you know, that they could be a, a huge uh, benefit to the team. But, like, um, going back to just the favoritism, you know, so many kids have been just passed up on because they were being compared to another athlete, another three-sport athlete, and obviously the coach is going to take that uh, three-sport athlete over the kid that just put his heart into basketball. And, um, you know, for me, it was definitely a confidence killer, but I was always I always knew I could play the game, which is – 
the reason that I was able to kind of keep going after North Penn. I think a lot of kids in my position would have just quit playing in as a whole, but you know, I really just had a love for the game and I really just wanted to keep going, but um and you know, another thing that's can help uh like your point, you know, coaches can help the kids in other ways like AAU is becoming uh, really popular nowadays. So I think if, you know, high school isn't going the best for you, there's a ton of programs out there, a ton of AAU programs out there that, you know, you can get involved in and you can get film out there and you can really get college looks from that. You know, I've seen kids not really play at all in high school and just have a great AAU career and, you know, they get looks from that. So um, kind of just wrapping up this podcast, I do appreciate you coming in. Um, do you just have any other last words for those kids that, you know, have a dream they want to chase through any sport, but just feel like they're not given the opportunity? No, like like I said, like, it's all about work ethic. And if you have that confidence in yourself, like, you'll always be able to make it. And as long as you put yourself in the right, like, opportunities, like like you said, like, with the camps, like, there's plenty of camps that are out there that show your talent. And, you know, you can showcase your talent all over the place. And the coaches will see you. They'll find you. And like he said, like you want to get film out there. You like you want to work hard every day. You just want to show that you're the same player. Like nothing changed, and that you're able to play at the next level at the end of the day. And you just said it perfectly. Like as long as you work hard and you know get yourself like noticed by somebody. Like like there's plenty of like options out there for you. So I appreciate you uh, inviting me out here today. Uh, thank you. Yep. No problem. And thank you guys for listening to episode two of Nate at Night podcast. And I can't wait to bring you guys episode three. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the sun? Just remember when.